Hello everyone. This is Amol Apte. I trust all of you are doing well and keeping safe during these testing times. In today's episode of Sunday Boosters, we will discuss the confidentiality clause or non-disclosure agreement and some important aspects around the same. Confidentiality or non-disclosure clause is one of the boilerplate clauses which is a standard insertion in most of the commercial contracts. I must also add that this is one of those clauses which are assumed to be standard template clause clauses and are not paid much attention by councils while vetting the contract. A typical approach in commercial contracts towards confidentiality or non-disclosure clause is to have the clause cover a broad spectrum of information as confidential but in my opinion this approach is more in most cases leaves things open for interpretation in my opinion in order to build a strong confidential clo- confidentiality clause the councils need to understand all the constituents of a solid confidentiality or non disclosure clause let us now carefully examine these constituents one by one first is identification of recipient and disclosing party it's a common practice among councils to keep the clause generic and make the confidentiality obligation mutual however in my opinion clear identification of the recipient and the disclosing party may go a long way in pinpointing the obligations under the clause even if the intent is to keep the confidentiality obligation as mutual the role of parties will change depending on the direction and nature of the flow of information and therefore it's very important to have clear identification of who is recipient and who is the disclosing party and under which circumstances even if it is a bilateral mutual non disclosure or confidentiality agreement the second most important thing is definition of confidential information itself in order to have a robust and enforceable confidentiality obligation it is important that adequate attention is given to the information that's getting shared and the information that's required to be termed as confidential remember these two are different things in a contract during the term of the contract a lot of things may get exchanged between the parties but not all will be confidential and therefore it is very important to identify and clearly define in an unambiguous and clear and proper way as to what is a confidential information under the contract the third important aspect of a confidentiality agreement or a clause is agreement between the parties on obligation to keep the information confidential there has to be and it is very important that the language of the confidentiality clause clearly gets agreement from the parties on their respective obligations towards keeping the information confidential the fourth important part is tenure for which the obligation shall survive the parties need to very clearly spell out in the agreement the duration for which the recipient is required to have the confidentiality obligation we might have seen that in some of the cases the parties may agree to keep the obligation perpetual but in most of the cases 
time period should be clearly spelt out so as not to have an open ended obligation remember open ended obligation may land you in trouble if you are a recipient of the information and therefore it's important to remember for how long do you want to keep the confidentiality obligation on you as a recipient of that information the fifth important aspect or the component of a confidentiality clause is action required to be taken post termination of that obligation period so if you define a confidentiality period to be 3 years say for example then what are those actions that you will typically take after the period of 3 years has ended typically the confidentiality contract specify actions such as return of information destruction of copies of information and certification of such destruction as post termination obligations of the recipient of confidential information but in these times when most of the information is shared in digital electronic mode over emails and other communication channels sometimes it may be impossible to return the confidential information and therefore as a council it is important for you to see as to how feasible it is to have obligations right return of information on your head uh to meet such uh, uh typical circumstances you may have clauses which ask the recipient to certify or get a third party certificate of destruction of copies of all the confidential information available with it and it's a fair ask under a confidentiality clause the next and the sixth important aspect of it is exception to or exemption from confidentiality obligations now non disclosure and confidentiality contract typically have two or in some cases three types of exclusions and it's very important to understand these three exclusions or exemptions which are there in the uh, confidentiality clause one needs to pay attention to make sure that those exceptions are clearly spelled out in the contract now what are those exceptions first the exception to the definition of confidential information itself not all the information that is considered to be confidential and is available with the recipient can be construed as confidential under the obligation or for the sake of obligations under the contract say for example some information that gets covered in the definition of confidential information but is already available with the recipient through some other third party sources and is not because it is shared by the disclosing party then that's an exception information that is available in the open market that has to be an exception to the definition of confidential information uh derivatives which are created because of some application of know-how by the recipient party cannot be treated as a confidential information so all these are exceptions to the definition of confidential information itself the second part is exception or rather exemption from confidentiality obligation now there's a difference the first part spoke about what does not qualify as confidential information the second part talks about exemptions granted for sharing the information out on account of certain circumstances this is an important part of the confidentiality clause or non disclosure agreement 
it clearly spells out the instances of disclosure that shall not be treated as a breach of confidential confidentiality obligation so typically following uh, can be taken as the examples of such exceptions first is information is disclosed by the recipient to a statutory or judicial or a quasi judicial body uh, based on some notices or summons or disclosure uh, notices received by it it is beyond the recipient's control and therefore can't be treated as a breach the second is information disclosed for certain mandatory internal or external audits or internal processes of the recipient entity this exception is in some cases is made subject to creation of certain chinese walls or issuance of appropriate and reasonable notices to the uh, notice of information to the recipient uh, disclosing party but is an exception to the obligation the third such example is information shared to some consultants associates affiliates for the purposes of performance of certain obligations under the contract itself and therefore they are shared on a need to know basis and that's where it falls under the exception to the confidentiality obligation and any such sharing with these kind of parties that is statutory bodies auditors associates for performance of contract cannot be treated as a breach of confidentiality obligation the third is exemption from return or destruction of confidential information now this typically is an exception which consulting firms usually seek because they have to maintain certain records with them uh, for the purposes of their internal policies internal record maintenance and therefore they would carve these certain things out of the out of the obligation to return or destroy the information however wherever these kind of exemptions are given to the parties to maintain that record for a longer duration of time with them you attach the confidentiality obligation for as long as that information is maintained with them and that's how you kind of deal with these kind of exemptions the next important portion of a confidentiality or a non disclosure agreement is remedies available to the parties in case of a breach of such confidentiality obligation in most commercial contracts it is preferred that the parties build a mechanism for notice of breach and cure or remediation of breach period which is a typical commercial contract clause however confidentiality obligations may be an exception to this since the breach of confidentiality the obligation may result in an immediate loss either monetary or reputational to the disclosing party in such cases the contracts usually provide the right to seek injunctive reliefs or seek injunctive orders from the appropriate judicial bodies and also take action for breach and damages however in my personal opinion injunctive relief is a pure statutory right and remedy available and not specifying it in a contract may not result in waiver of such right and therefore that right will always be available to you anyways unless you categorically waive it off in certain specific cases the parties may also agree on a mechanism to uh, to grant liquidated damages on account of breach the parties agree that sharing of confidential agreement is 
in breach of agreement may cause permanent irreparable damage to the disclosing party and therefore they agree on a upfront lump sum punitive amount payable in case of a breach while the concept of liquidated damages can be discussed in say some other uh, episode or some other session uh, in my opinion liquidated damages add a lot of value uh, in a commercial contract as it takes away the burden of proving the extent of damage in case of a dispute it also has a potential to play a role of a great deterrent as well as factor that may reduce the timeline of resolution of a dispute so all in all once you understand all these essential components like identification of recipient and disclosing party clear and unambiguous definition of the confidential information agreement to keep information as confidential tenure for which such obligation should survive actions to be taken post termination what are the exceptions to the definition of confidential information what are the exceptions to the obligation of keeping the information confidential and what are the exceptions in case of return and what are the remedies available to you if you spell out all these in clear un- and an un- unambiguous manner in your contract you will have a winner clause in my opinion thank you so much let me have your feedback and keep listening to the sunday boosters thank you so much